We know Sugar Empress Tasha to Empress Movement. Yours truly, Juno Culture representing Natural Vibe Sound. And we represent for BPM. So you don't know, say so a crazy, crazy vibes on this show, you know. So when you see we at the end of the night, I wonder what we're doing. What DJs talk about. BPM Podcast. I don't even know how to start that intro. I don't even know what to say. What do you think we for say? This is our first. What do you think we for say? You know, Empress Tash, shout out Empress Movements, and this is officially, officially the first episode of BPM. See, they don't know it's Junior Culture representing Natural Vibe Zone. Why is the Empress BPM podcast? That podcast that everybody's about to be talking about is. Z. Let's say what DJ talk about because. I don't know if I'm a DJ or a selector, one of those two. You know, you know, you know that is going to be a topic in the future. Cause that's <laughs> a very that's a very key question. You just asked a while ago, you know, are you a DJ or a selector? So hey, some conversations we're going to have about music, you see, and just party and it's just something for everybody to look forward to, right? That's what BPM is all about. We're gonna talk about what's going on now, things to come. You know, all over, just where we are located right now, but you know, on an international level. Zine, zine, zine. So the people that were listening right now, if you're listening for the first time, if you're from the Caribbean, if you're not from the Caribbean, if you love Caribbean music, this is the best podcast. You gotta go out there and tell your friends, tell them to listen, support it. Because when you go to a party and you see the DJs them playing music and afterwards when they're done and you leave you know like right touch you know like when the security them tell everybody you gotta go you ain't gotta go home but you gotta leave but all the DJs them stay back right still there it's like 10 or 15 of us all of them that's not even booked is still there <laughs> exactly and we sit on and talk a bag of foolishness don't it exactly yeah uh, things will go down and down certain things where people are sick because sometimes you see stuff with nobody else that's see yep yep so that's what this show really is we're going to make people hear some of the things that we would talk about but let's since it's our first episode right and ladies first just let people know that you did ask earlier you don't know if you're a dj or a selector we're going to get to that in a future episode but Ladies first, what made you want to become a DJ or a person that plays music? Honestly, I came to Atlanta when I was 18. So basically, I was that age where I was out of high school and just moved here by my father. And he had a sound. So I really, I don't know nobody here. My name go nowhere like that so all i used to do in that also is play music i wasn't in school or anything like i just moved out of high school and everything so i just be in the house djing on his set oh. and everybody would come over the house and be like oh you're good you're good you're really good but poor me i'm just there playing music what i want to hear push me out there like go out go play it <laughs> what, what year was this uh, 2001. Zine, zine. So, and you were the set that, what was, what's the name of your father? Big up your father's son to the big up, big up, what's what the name of him son? Lionel Judah's son, Ross This here in Atlanta, they actually originally started in um, Philadelphia. Oh, zine, zine. Big up the Lionel Judah's son. Anyway, them stand up right now. But so you were playing records back then, too, right? It wasn't records. My dad actually had, was like the first CD sound in Atlanta. 
I'll see it. But let me ask you this though then. Because this is going to be another future conversation. But again, it's the intro round. So, do you know how to play record? I don't. And you know what? My, my father, when we come in, he never go records a long, long time. From CD and then start building CDs down. So, I want to say, who was it? It was a um, Rebel Tone from Canada. They were a sound that was one of the CD sounds that had originally started about that time. And he was one of the other ones out here in Atlanta. So, he used to go to Peacock with Creator CD. This is before the books, like actual box and CD, like yeah. Kias and all them something there. So is that right around the time when um when the people are transitioned from record to CDs and still yeah. a try? Yes, we we were like people were still carrying um records, but it maybe it was about two years was when everybody really started to carry their CD booklets with their music and stuff like that. Zine, zine, zine. Well, yo, trust me, I have a similar story. Because I started playing song 99. I always follow music. Uh, my cousin, we got my cousin Bruce, play on Street Vibe song now. And them wonder from me, I grew up, I always have some bad cassettes. I always I listen cassette, always I listen dance, always I mimic certain things when I hear from the cassette, them and thing. And we move to Florida in 99, get the opportunity. For we roll this youth named Waggy, not Waggy T, but my brethren Waggy Wayne. Have a son named Quick Six Movement, and him him having box them, and him just say yo, one put Quick Six back on the road. So I say, alright, dead you know, them days there. Eh? Tash, let me tell you something. You know the you know the whole talk about box boy and all them something. Eh? <laughs> Remember, me tell you, I I used to drive a Mitsubishi Galant. And my bridging have two big bucks and some tweeter and a rock. And when I know Waggy, I'm going to listen to this podcast and Waggy can testify to this. The whole sound holding a my Mitsubishi Galant and the rock holding a theme Honda Accord. <laughs> I had a couple of episodes like that too where I didn't have an SUV or a truck and who care carry the song. See it? Those people, hey. No people ever know what them things say though. No people say about DJ you know, they, they have no clue about that, right? Oh, and it, that's my favorite speech. I was like, a lot of people come and get a laptop and a hard drive and they think they doing something like they turn big DJ, but it's a lot of work that came into it. Like Exactly. Because yeah, set up boxer. I was pregnant carrying boxes. And everybody's like, Tush, yeah, I do. And I'm like, yo, it's like it's so normal to me. Like I don't even feel the weight. Zin? No, well, yeah, that, that kind of brief still. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't that like I wasn't picking up the biggest of stuff because we'd have the um Boss Edo too. It's like some, it's a more analog sound. Oh, so, Zin, not Zin. the big big box them, but the the Boss them, the 802s, that they're not that heavy. But I used to be picking them up like it's nothing because I've been carrying the sound from from about 18. Zin, so yo, so you hear what? People supposed to hear what you just said, well, like, and supposed to know that you know your sound system business, right? Oh, no, I had to know. Uh, my dad, let me tell you what he did to me. When we played at Peacock, we had some dads who kept at Peacock. And I came home and I was just so amped to play, like, in I'm on in time. And he was like, Oh, you want to string up the song? You have to string it up on my own. Like, no assistance. 
You know, I'm tell me nothing and God go calm back asleep. I didn't uh, show me nothing. I did everything to the T except wherever I was supposed to plug in um, the right and left, I, I did it treble and bass. So basically the bass that I play from one side and the, instead of it being right and like a yeah, right yeah, and yeah. left. But other than that, I did it all by myself. He was like, all right. <laughs> this is the first step. Now you can't play the song. <laughs> Zine, so you, you went through the official initiation. Cause I know people, well, them days, there, cause it's like for me now, when we're up on Quick Six, we'd have Big Up Twingy, and we said this, Twingy is the first youth who really teach me how to mix. So Big Up DJ Twingy, anyway, I'm stand up. And the man, them days, there, me was more like a maintenance youth on the sound, where Waggy, the brother, own the sound, me and him responsible for carry on the box them, string them up, uh, make sure the sound play good while Twingy and Next Bridge in Levar was the MC. But then we say, yo, want well, to learn how to play a sound too, you know. Once I heard forward, I'm going to do some mixing and thing. And then I'm sure more for mix two rhythm together and CD sound. Is a CD sound them days, sir. And trust me, them days, sir. With the um the dual CD players, CDJ, the yeah, the it, it, and the jug wheel, you can't yeah. do the pull up yeah. or <laughs> nothing. That in the middle of it. Yeah, look at that, and you have to turn it, and you have to look, you have to look a knob on the top, and you can't go, and it make it go like a, like a load <laughs> sword. Yo, them days there. If you if you can't set your cue, if you can't do it, you can't mix. I don't like no way of BPMs and all them things that people can mix with, man. That's a whole other episode. But, yo, that was yeah, it. It's a whole different, yeah. It's <laughs> an intro. This is an intro show. And we're going to we just let you know about our history. And you know that you have some veterans out there that are listening to us right now that going to say, yeah, them, them talking like them all and them don't know anything about record deals and all of these things. We're going to talk about that too. And <laughs> if some people some people can't go mash when we don't talk. Some people are going to vex, <laughs> but a real talk because, yo, them days, uh, it's a 99, 2000. I'm them days of that Tallahassee, Florida. Big up Walchie Fire. Everybody's supposed to know Walche Killer, Walche Fire, same person. Me know Walche when he was going, when he was in Tallahassee. And it's them man there when me go and say, all right, Twingy is a youth who teach me how to mix. But the person where that, not, I wouldn't say teach me, but the person that I model my MC style after is Walche. Is a youth who can, is the first youth who I see can make people run through a wall if him want to. He will tell the whole crowd to run through the wall and, him, and the whole crowd will literally run through the wall, through a concrete wall. Yeah, see. My dad's sound went in play, you know, really talk. So I didn't, the talking thing we didn't really pick up. It's really, I used to get, um, like the green sleeve them and them of the version. So that's the kind of teach myself off for mix. I would play the, the version and then mix every song into it. Oh, Zine. And you say so, you, you teach yourself so how to mix? Hear, whether I can hear whether I got the, you know, to exactly to the beat. So I don't want to hear any kind of when I'm crossing over. Oh, but that's how I learned. I didn't get anyone to teach me. So how long did it take you to catch that then? 
Seriously. Uh, not really that long. It just it was really like you just listen to the beat. So from you get your QR, you know what I'm saying? You can't supposed to time it and and go in on the rhythm, but some of the rhythms like some of them are harder. But that's when you learn for Q and stuff like that. But other than that, took me a couple months. But I was in the house, I didn't know anyone. Oh, so and everybody just... knew my dad in Atlanta. So when I came on the road, it's not like saying McGuire Road and everybody know me as the rest daughter. So Zen, Zen, Zen. So I, so, was I wasn't going anywhere. So about beat match beat matching. Like when you transition from beats to beats. Same thing? Um, I kinda got a little better as I got uh, a couple years later. But oh, most of the time, sometimes I used to use effects and stuff like that, like the um reverb and the echo and stuff like that, or cross, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. the song crossover like that yeah, you see like a lot of some djs would not admit that me not afraid to admit that neither them days there i used to beat up some sound effects for transition the transition i was new to it you know what i'm saying and i didn't know to, at that time i didn't know to cue the song at certain parts that the beat would come in and it would blend in yeah. but them time that too, like Love Us Rock them and stuff like that, that is easy for blend too, because most of the most of the music did up on the same BPM too. So once you mix in it, they have the same beat, same sponginess to it, the rhythm. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you blend it, you don't know, really hear it. True, true, true. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And <laughs> and I, I'm just no like I was saying, the intro round. This is our intro episode and we're just thinking about some things right now that I haven't thought about in a while. But you know, like how now when when people go to parties, them hearing the music and they don't even hear a minute of the songs anymore. Back, oh yeah, that back then that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, back then you could have played a song. Back then we know the wall out right now I can listen to I, I listen to albums. Back then you actually listen to an album, Noah's songs off of the album even if they don't play in the club nowadays um them things the yeah no i really that's real talk i, I it just done on me and that's a whole other episode because where music going right now as and as a dj what responsibility that we have so people that people are listening right now i'm just letting you know that bpm podcast is this intro you you just get a window into all the stuff that we're going to talk about and Trust me, some people right now that probably don't even ever even think about what DJs do, y'all gonna be very interested after hearing us talk about these things because the music business, music is what we love, right, Tash? Definitely. My dad told me before I started, he was just like, DJing is an expensive hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't lied yet, but <laughs> It's that passion and that love that is the reason why you still play. Because more time is a lot of upsetting up roadblocks and all kind of, you know what I'm saying, that make you want to say, why what may I do it for? But sometimes some that passion just don't go away. So more time, that's why you see people still in the business uh, 15 or 16 years true. still playing music. True, true, true. And I, I, know, you, I know you talk about the, the first song you played on, but talk about your song right now, Empress Movement. Maybe about uh gemini she's from tennessee and aries aries is from tennessee and we linked up maybe about maybe when i was 20 19 about 19. Mm-hmm. and we decided to start empress movements them what? times like i started i used to listen to a lot of clash so 
a lot of gyro. Like when I'm driving in the car, it's all those Clash CDs. That's all that I listen to. So that kind of curve where my direction of our sound kind of went into like killing sounds and stuff like that. But yeah, I listened to a lot of CDs and all three of us played together, three females and we started Empress Movements. And from then till now, it's still us. Hey, I can say you're a sound killer, right? <laughs> 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 ah, I just laugh at that. Yes, I, I, I like playing Killing music. <laughs> hey, well, own up your killing, man. Hey, oh, I'll make sure you know, I have to make sure because you're gonna have some people that are saying, What she mean by killing people? What, what's this sound killer? We're gonna talk about sound clashes too. It's called sound clash. I guess what America what Americans call it. Um battling, right? Yeah, battling. Yeah, and it's a different style because what Americans do, they they scratch and is is more of a skill for Americans, while for Jamaicans is more about um how, how would you describe it gang specials customs to yeah. <laughs> it's more of creativity towards the opposing team so it's like it's like using the words it's like using the words of the songs and using the music and using the music against your opponent lyrically so it's, yeah. it's more for people who like yeah. lyrics definitely yeah. lyrical <laughs> yeah because without gonna lie one time, one American DJ that claimed to be Jamaican said, more clash me. And I said, all right, cool. Now, this is before me join Natural Vibe Sound. So I never have a dub plate to my name. All the dub plates I have was by bridging them when we play football with a cinema artist. So I said, all right, forward. Dubs. I right, get my dubs. I have one or two little dubs. And me roll up ready for go kill this brother musically now. Next thing I'm hearing, wooka wooka wooka. I say, oh, what the hell you doing, dog? <laughs> you doing scratching. Oh, I'm battling. I said, what kind of battling? Ready, I come up and kill your son. I'm <laughs> battling. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> oh, I'll be a scratching the man upon. I say, oh, big man, what's this? I ain't going to scratch. I don't have no records. I have CDs, and I don't have no CDJs or or no what what are, what are, um the te what are the techniques the techniques yeah yeah the, the silver ones remember the silver ones just yeah. came out they the ones that really started that wheel thing yeah so I got yeah. that I have um ah, damn what the hell I had gem it's Gemini's Gemini's was out too Gemini's Gemini techniques and pioneer yeah but I had the Gemini's um. I can't remember the name right now, and they still work. And it's not even digital; it's an analog CD player. They click a button, and the and the, the top just fly, bloop. It, it fly, and it hit low. Trust me, it's one of the craziest things. And believe me, it still works. I I still have my CD store. I still have my my travel case. I still have my flight case. <laughs> so, <laughs> but them days there, yo, like. That's Florida days. I'm a load. But then... Florida, yo, yo. Yeah. I, I, I went to Port Charlotte maybe uh, a couple months ago. Port Charlotte, which is not somewhere that I know on, on the map of Florida, which is a little bit underneath Tampa, maybe close to Saratoga, somewhere around there. And I went to play for like a 50th party and, you know, keeping it on the birthday party level. Yeah. And I played like... I want simple dub or whatever. No, the other DJ, because they was like, he said, 
um cuz he's from um england that's my friend's my um cousin's boyfriend and he's from england but he he don't know what he's doing or whatever so i'm like okay so i played the one song he draws it to his box and finds some terrifying or some big dubs and just thought, I was like, hold on, wait, where's my hard drive? Like, <laughs> it went to clicking. Like, I'm surprised. Like, everybody in Florida, they have sounds with dub plates and ready. <laughs> ready. Yeah, that's that's a Florida. That's definitely a, a Florida thing. One thing about Florida sounds. Yeah. Ready for war. Anybody, anywhere. Any, any little city. No disrespect to the Florida cities, but when people talk about dance hall in florida they talk about fort lauderdale miami that's um tampa orlando jacksonville oh, yeah. right mm-hmm. that's what the people generally say but let me tell you something it's a tallahassee florida gainesville florida um daytona you see all them little cities there trust me when we say you have some bad sound about the place if you go, if you don't go correct, you go there and disrespect the sounds, them, you're going to walk out crying. Trust me. And see, what I love when you go to places like that, you hear some music that you forgot about. Yeah. That's what, that's what gets me every time. Like, you'd be like, oh my God, that's my song. Like, I went to South Carolina and I played there. And like, before when they were warming up, like they had an outside bar that they were warming up before they actually started the, the club vibes. Right. I'm there and I'm like, oh my God, he's playing, he's playing some music. Like I haven't heard these songs in a long time because we're so used to whatever city you're in that they, you know, they play the top 10 or the top 20. Yep. And that's, that's the people. <laughs> let me take right? <laughs> another show, right? You trust Stop. me. I, like I said, this is an intro and we, 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 we're, we're going all over, all over, all over the, the place right now, but it's just giving you an idea because all them little topics there about traveling DJs and which DJ travel and all of these things and where the hype come from and the type of music that's played and how a DJ prepares when they go out of town. You go, you guys going to hear some stuff, man. And, and yeah, top, top, top 10 don't, don't. doesn't do parties but nah. that, like i said another, another show further down the yeah road. yeah yeah and and and, and let, let me just say this and i'm gonna say this for both of us is that is this is just us vibing talking is i me personally i'm gonna know you touch you're not gonna use the same way we're not gonna bad mind any other selector any other sound so i don't really want Nobody will listen to this, get all up in their feelings talking about I wonder if it's me that my top about. That's not that's not the, the aim of this. Know. It's a conversation. So just have them put it out. What there. DJs talk about, that's what we're exactly. talking about. And they, they know that. The people in that that will get feel offended for whatever reason knows. They do the same thing. It's just a it's just a regular conversation. So if me throw a stone, you know, I'm pen and I hug squeal, hey, it is what it is. Bob said, what Bob said? If the cap fit. If the cap fit. <laughs> you know, and, you know, isn't that all the we talking, the fans talking to? So it is what it is. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we, have, we definitely have to talk about the all female song, too. And that's a whole other show again. The, the, the trials where you ladies go through or what you ladies face in the business in a male dominated 
culture and I've been here 2001 and everybody just think that I just magically appeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know you know your music personally. I know that for a fact. So and there's no doubt about that. And like I said, my dad, I play I hear music so much that it's inside of me. Like from I'm growing up, we're watching my dad used to buy the videos, then with spiritual, all of them, so everything. So it's not nothing new. So so I'm gonna put you on the spot then. What's your favorite one of your favorite spiritual moments? Um you know, I... Yeah, answer that, but that's a whole other show too. But we'll just just, <laughs> just go ahead. Answer. I I have a couple. I have like um I have one that I personally went to was um I went to Spectrum. Me and Aries we went to Jamaica for Spectrum, which is kept at UE. Yeah. Uh, University of West Indies in um Puffing, Jamaica and Kingston. And it was the night when Idonia left um Alliance. So you were, we you were there. You were actually there for we, that one. Yeah, we were literally there. So it was that show because Michelle, she had her shoes. Aries had her shoes on and she couldn't let us stand up and she went and sit down outside of the, the venue. But I was inside and um, he did. <laughs> and you just see bottles went ping. People start running. I had a whole bunch of my friends from Port Royal with me. So they grabbed me to make, you know, I'm a foreigner. Right. But they grabbed me to make sure I'm all right. Fraga and Sizzler had to come on the stage and try and calm it down. Bounty Killer came and Movado came. Like the whole show just went way left than what it was supposed to be. And next morning, you see, I know they're all over Glee, star everywhere. Like that was like the beginning part of the whole war between Cartel and Movado. Yeah. That's just from personal experience. But when I say like I, I watch people run into the fences, jumping over a wall, like I, I'm surprised that nothing happened to me. I think I lost the phone and they ran up a bill for like sixteen hundred dollars. But other than that, <laughs> I'm alive and <laughs> I was able to say I, I survived that. Sixteen hundred Jamaican or American dollars. American dollars and Jesus. I had to cut sprint because them time they were they have sprint. Sprint used to lock your earphone. If you have a um amount of three hundred dollars, if you went three hundred and twenty five cents, then we lock it up. So I had to call it myself. They didn't tell me they, they're not gonna credit my phone. So I said Y'all, normally, whenever I go over 25 cents and I will lock off my phone, oh, the manager will make the phone go $1,600. And I, wanna, I don't want to speak to you. I want to speak to a manager. <laughs> <laughs> because my phone is lost. Like, evidently, you can tell that that's not my calls. Right, right. And, and whoever used it, they used my phone entirely until the phone died. Wow. Yo, they got a free phone and they're calling from Jamaica to America. All over Easy. the place, sixteen hundred. <laughs> Yo, well, I mean, at least you got you got to witness an historic event, and you get to remember that historic event with a historic phone bill, right? Yeah, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy, crazy. My favorite one though is the Bounty Beanie. I think it's Sting Ten. When Bounty step out in the um the cowboy suit. I wasn't there. I wanna say it was Sting Ten. 
bound to step out in a brown cowboy suit and beanie in the full white suit. That's when, that's when them, the war, the war was the war. And yes, that's when yeah. the two of them got, they went back and forth on stage. It up on YouTube right now. Anybody listening want to see it? Look up Bounty Bean is Sting. I'm pretty sure it's Sting 10. The one say is one of the craziest shows I've ever seen on DVD or VHS. It's one of the craziest shows in terms of crowd reaction, everything, and just everything that dancehall is about was in that little segment. Where that would say, yo, that is dancehall to the max. Yeah, that was the beginning part of the war. Yeah. <laughs> when it, that I, that's the ones that I, I still look back at because at that age, I was still young. Yeah, because I, that was, I'm pretty sure that was the one at Jam World. Pretty, I, I, live, I grew up in Portmore, Westchester, and I can stay at my house and hear everything going on at Jam World. Literally everything. I can hear. Well, the, huh? Whenever I used to come down, I used to come down around Christmas time, and I, I'm from Port Royal, so it's literally across the water. So guess what? We used to catch what? And go right across, and we could walk right up from the beach and walk right on. Oh, right. The yeah. 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 Because, yeah. I, you know, you know, I've never, I've never been in Jam World. Never, I I've never stepped foot in there in my life. I always the see it. I always pass it. Go in there was the time when Movado and Killer, um, Movado and Cartel decided that they both wanted eight million dollars, and neither one of them performed and kept a party. Yeah, so yeah. The one, the one year that I actually paid my money, I was going that. That was that that was when your know sting was going down, but yeah, that that was basically the beginning of the end right there. Yeah. They both decided they want oh if he get the eight million, me want eight million too. <laughs> and they both decided that they wanted to keep a party that night. And Leng said, No, so that dog was both party get kept shut down that night then. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely some some past experiences, but yeah. definitely that made yeah. dance hall and the reggae scene and all that worth it. For real, for real, for real. But yo, you know, said thirty minutes fly by fast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. We tempted for say, oh, run it little longer, but <laughs> I stay disciplined to the time. What do you think? <laughs> I think so too. I think they. Have some more things to come back, you know. So we have Wooly but topic for top boat. Wooly but topic for one. Yeah. So we, you know, we gotta we gotta do it like this. How can people get in contact with you? Like, what's your social media handles? I am on Facebook. I actually have two pages. Two pages on Facebook. Um, Tash Empress with S T A S H Empress E M P R E S S. And Tash Frey, T-A-C-H Frey, F-R-A-Y. And then on Instagram, it's Empress underscore Empress Movement. And you know, mine is JC underscore Natural Vibes. JC underscore Natural Vibes. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Junior Culture. I'm the only Junior Culture in Atlanta. I would put JC Natural Vibes on Facebook. That's on Facebook, Junior Culture, Facebook. I would put JC Natural Vibes on Facebook, but... I ran out all my name changes possible on Facebook. Did you know they have a limit for that? I uh, well, 
I know that they made me change my name because I had um Empress Movements on and I had to put my Oh your real name or get your ID yeah, and all this sort of Yeah, Tash Fran, they they made a big deal. So I don't know if somebody like tried to make that happen or what was the reason, but either way I had to do that. I, I never have to do that because my my account was originally created as Junior Culture. So I never put a fake yeah, I name. Feel, I, I honestly felt like somebody about my me. I me for children. No, everybody had to do it because of the security. That, that's federal, the federal whatever. Yeah, I don't know where I'm like everybody. And people still have like some names that I'm shocked. Like how they didn't get that name there, and they yeah. still ain't had to change it. But I had to put my real government. Yeah, well, somebody, somebody, somebody call you up, but <laughs> <laughs> but people make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. I I don't do Snapchat. You do Snapchat? Yeah, I do. I think mine's Empress underscore Empress. Yeah, but bun Snapchat. You will never see me on any social media account with no flowers in my hair. No disrespect oh, to all the ladies. I got all kind of filters. I, I, people always see me. They, they, they see my answer. They be like, geez, touch it out. Come up my <laughs> No, no dog. No dog face on my face. No, no, nothing. No twinkle stars on my face. No, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a selector, and a sound, and people will kill us for that. Not literally, but musically. But I ain't gonna take them risk there. <laughs> exactly. So, people, it's the first episode, BPM podcast. Tash, I know that we're going to go places with this. Trust me, I'm definitely looking yes, forward I, to this. I see far things. But it's what DJs talk about. So, you know, make sure you check us out. We'll be back with another episode. Yep. And hashtag BPM podcast. On a hashtag it, post it, send it out. We here. Lickamore, is it? All right. What's up? <laughs>